This conference is being recorded. Welcome everyone to the Dream the Biggest Dream teleconference. Tonight is Wednesday, June 17th, 2009, and you have joined us for Lessons from the Front Line, and tonight the topic is Loving Your Life from the Inside Out. And I have a special guest tonight, Allison Nail is with us, and I'm going to kind of do a little bit of an extended introduction. First of all, I want to just tap into um, the title of this call. Uh, loving Your Life from the Inside Out. Uh, Allison and I spoke on Sunday, and uh, we developed this, uh, this topic. And it's interesting for both of us. I saw a post of hers on uh, Facebook, and I've been doing a little bit of back and forth with the same thing, going from loving your life from the inside out and also loving yourself from the inside out. And the thing that I found really wonderful about that is when you love your life, you're loving yourself. And when you love yourself, you are certainly loving your life. So how beautiful is that that um, we have a sort of interchangeable topic um, that works on all levels. So I really like that. Um, some of you have experienced Allison on, um, on the calls before. She frequently calls in to be um, a uh, participant, um, like everyone else on the calls. And then um, we've all—I've uh, ha I've had the opportunity to have Allison on as a, uh, a guest on the call, and uh, it has been um, a really good experience for everyone. Uh, I have to tell you, Allison, how many how many years have we known each other? I think a little over three years. Is that all? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> three or four um, years. It's a compliment. Yeah. It's a it's a compliment that I'm feeling <laughs> like it's been longer than that. Um, and I think part of it is when you meet someone and you feel like you've known them your whole life, or possibly prior to this one. Um, you know, things get a little blurry because if you had asked me and said, "Hey, Mark, how long have we known each other?" I probably would have said five years. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I guess we packed a lot into uh, into that three mm -hmm. years. One of the things about Allison that um, has always had an impact on me is this incredibly positive attitude that she has, and it. It is, it is always something that, that really touches me. Um, Allison is one of the people in my life that is on the short list of people that I turn to when I need some clarity, as it were, um, need some support, need someone to be there and be present for me and know that the feedback I'm going to get is feedback that um, is well thought out and truly serves me. And that is, it's just been across the board. Um, when we first met, um, I hope you don't mind me telling people this, Allison, and now you're like, oh my gosh, what are you going to say? <laughs> when we first met, um, I would say we knew each other for maybe a half hour and uh, – 
there were some different healing things going on in my um, my house in Sedona, and Allison and I found ourselves um, in the kitchen, and um, we cried together um, because, uh, from my perspective, the the level that we connected on was so beautiful, and and we were so in sync with what we were feeling, what we were experiencing, um, and how we were processing our lives. And I have to tell you, now three years, or you know, feels like five, <laughs> um, we're still in that same mode with each other. Um, I'm moving this week, and um, Allison is moving this weekend. Um, I got uh, some fabulous news today, and I've been uh, uh, accepted at, as a uh, teacher in um, hotel management um, at a college here in Orange County, and um, Allison is starting a position here shortly um, at a school, at a college down in, uh, in the Phoenix area. And so there's this, this beautiful um, aspect of our lives uh, fishtailing that um, you know really is uh, is meaningful. It keeps us connected, and then this incredible energy. I, I started my moving process on Sunday, and uh, the very first thing I did was I ended up seeing a picture of um, as I'm as I'm packing boxes um, some photos of my father who's recently uh, transitioned and my daughter when she was five weeks old. And uh, I'll tell you that I thought I was in total alignment emotionally with my father's transition, and I saw this picture, and I literally dropped to the floor um, in tears. And uh, as soon as I could um, uh, pull myself together enough to have a conversation, and maybe I should have waited about 15 minutes or a half hour longer, um, but I didn't, and I went ahead and called Allison, and um, uh, not only did we talk about the call, but we uh, talked a little bit about what was going on with me, and I realized yesterday that that energy so resonated with, with what I needed that it literally carried me into this week in, in a gentle, loving embrace, and um, moving is... You know, if you ask people, you know, what are what's the top five things, least favorite things to do, most people would include moving in there. And so I've really had to stay at a high level of um, positivity and um, everything to to um, bring this energy to moving that's that's uh, that that makes it fun because uh, most of you that know me know that I made a deal with the universe, and um, my deal was if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. And so uh, I got to tell you, I'm in my third day of moving. Tomorrow's my last day, and I've had an incredible time. I have been laughing. I have been connecting with people. I am so in the flow, and today I got the call accepting me as a teacher at the, uh, at the college, and uh, I attribute um, a lot of that um, to this, this energy that Allison carries. Um, I'm just going to just briefly uh, touch on some points in her bio. Uh, Allison is a spiritual catalyst and discovery coach for Harmony in Healing. And she specializes in career coaching, both in beginning and midlife change careers, facilitating the discovery of your divine purpose. Uh, she also does couples intimacy coaching and one-on-one -on -one life coaching.
she is a published author of the book uh, that she has um, written uh, for is coming out uh, in December, and the title is Thank God I Was Sexually Molested, as well as various poetry publications for her poetry. And starting in July, she'll be a featured monthly columnist for Living Vivaciously, Inspired Thoughts for Positive Living, which is, that is her thing, in the spiritual <laughs> easing Inspired. Um, and I, I, we put this in here, also known for calling her friends and family to leave them a spontaneous song of love on their voicemail. And Maya and I have been the recipient of that, and i got to tell you, that is awesome. And she <laughs> loves to give hugs and facilitate networking for the growth of others. So um, tonight, as part one of uh, Loving Your Life, or alternately, Loving Yourself from the Inside Out, um, I present to you Allison Nail, and uh, she will take us through a little bit of her story, um, talk to us about how it works for her, and, and tonight she's actually even going to share a technique that she uses, and this sort of preps us for the call next week where she will share a couple more techniques and we'll have a download um, for everyone next week that you can print out and have of these techniques so you can start um, some of this in your own personal practice. So, Allison, welcome once again to the call and um, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you very much. I sound pretty awesome by the way you talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are, I, I, and I don't think I'm one of your, I mean, I'm one of your biggest fans, but um, I should say I'm one of many. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mark, and, and um, you know how much love I have for you, and I feel, I'm very inspired and very grateful that I get to participate and, and co-create um, togetherness like this, not just with you, but with the other people call and those that wish they could be here um, because I know that energy is going to spread beyond um, those of us that are sharing in this moment right now. Um, uh, yes, the <laughs> um, sometimes we have to know where we, are, where we come from, where we were from, um, and what we were taught to understand so we can understand where we are today. Um, I'm not going to glorify and spend a lot of time about my past, but I do want to share where I came from and a little bit about my background first so that everyone can understand that living positively can be a decision practiced by anyone. And a lot of times when I work with clients or when I have conversations and heart connections with other people, sometimes I hear, oh, Allison, you don't know about my situation or you've never been through this. And regardless, it doesn't matter if I've been in your exact shoes. What really it comes down to is the decision that we make in our lives. A little bit about my story. Um, my parents met when they were both married. My dad had already had three kids, and my mom was married to a very abusive man. And they connected and had a little surprise called Allison. So the beginning of my life was very chaotic. Um, once my parents got together, um, my father was just a very nomadic you could call free-spirited, but um, he just was really indecisive. And my whole life uh, as a child, it was never really stable. Um, scarcity was always a mentality in our, in our life. My father was an alcoholic who at one time was very physically abusive and mentally abusive, both to the three of us kids and also to my mom. 
my mother came from a very abusive past um, and with my unstable dad um, had challenges expressing love not only for herself but for her three kids. And throughout my life, if you ask my brother and my sister who are both younger than me who raised them, they'll tell you I did. Um, and then starting about the age of nine throughout my teens, my once favorite uncle sexually molested and abused me. Um, when I finally got enough courage to share with my parents, what was going on, they didn't want to believe it at first. And I think that's challenging for a lot of parents, family member or a friend who's been close with them. Eventually my mother went with me to go visit the district attorney and my uncle had probably about two inches thick deep of complaints of other girls that he sexually abused or molested. And in the state that I lived in at the time, there's a time limit that they put on um, for people to be able to report abuse. So not only at one time did I feel like my whole family failed me, quote unquote, and then the whole system that was supposed to support me and protect me as a child, I had felt like failed me. Um, and then in my teen years, I had gone to prom and, and, and was raped by my date. Um, I went to college um, to very what I perceived to be very a restrictive religious school um, and found um, my ex-husband, of which we were in a 12-year relationship, we married for almost 10 years, and at the end of that 10 years, we got divorced. And at that point, I had my whole identity with my ex-husband and the life that we lived, and now I felt like there was nothing left for me. So I moved closer to the Midwest where my family lived. And when I moved there, lo and behold, in my early 30s, I developed cervical cancer which now I believe and fully understand that, that cervical cancer was a manifestation of all the negativity that I allowed in my life at that point. And then eventually moved to Arizona and went through many, many, many attempts of trying to find the healthy romantic relationship I always wanted. And then within three years I moved 12 times. So I've had a little bit of a crazy life. But through all of this, there was some element within me that still remained positive. I did still feel some greater purpose and connection to source. Some of that is a little unexplained, um, but I will tell you I did go through many periods of months and sometimes years where this wasn't always the case. I do believe that it's first found that there can be an innate um, than for others to see life positive or have a cheery disposition, but really truly it still comes down to choice. And we get to, we get the privilege to decide how we feel, what we think, how we handle people in situations. Um, there's a human, humanness to us that sometimes we forget about. Each of us on this call are endeavor, endeavoring to grow in some area of our life, whether that's spiritual growth, heart connection growth, abundance growth financially, or you just use this time to really get connected with other people of like-minded. Um, and it still benefits you. Um, one of the quotes that I found um, this week that, you know, just beautifully manifested itself um, to me was uh, by a guy, the last name of Hamerton, I don't have his first name, but he said, the happiest life is that which constantly exercises and educates what is best in us. And then another quote that came in said, says, a man or woman who finds no satisfaction in himself will seek, it, seek for it in vain elsewhere. Now, the greatest success story in all of this for me wasn't that you know, I, I overcame a difficult childhood or I got over all the emotions of the rape or that I overcame my cancer challenge. What was the greatest story for me was that 
eventually I became to that full acceptance of who I am and what I feel and I love all of those parts about me right now. I get to love all the parts that I get frustrated with, that I get irritated with myself and think, oh my God, did I do this again? And I get to love the parts that I adore about myself. Um, Self-acceptance is being loving and happy with who you are right now. And it's honoring who I was in the past because who I was in the past and all the experiences that I am grateful that I got to experience makes me who I am today. Um, some people call it self-esteem or self-love. It doesn't matter really what you call it. You'll know it when you start accepting who yourself because it begins to feel great. Um, it's an agreement with yourself to appreciate, to validate, accept, and support who you are in this very moment. Even those parts you eventually would like to change. And I want to say that again. Even those parts you would like to eventually change. Because those parts are still who, who you are right now. And so one of the questions I get a lot is, so Allison, if acceptance feels so good and it's so good for us, then why don't we accept ourselves? And this is going to be a little uncomfortable for people. And I'm going to just say it. And the answer is true motivation. Now, some of us are going to say, well, Allison, I have motivation. I want to change who I am. I want to do this. And I want to manifest this. And I want to create this. But sometimes we use that lack of motivation of acceptance of who we are as motivation to get us to do, not to do, be, and not to be who we think we should be or do. Many people believe that if they accepted themselves as they are, they wouldn't change or that they wouldn't work on becoming more of who they want to be. Typically, we judge ourselves unfavorably with the hope it will motivate us to change. And we hope if we feel just bad enough about ourselves that we will that, that maybe it will motivate us to change. And so does that really work? Well, it does sometimes, but it's really only short term. Um, most of the time it does cause us to feel bad, which honestly just saps that energy you might have used to make those changes. And, and that's just a vicious cycle. Um, and actually what it does is counteract exactly what we want to do. And I know most of you have heard the law of attraction. The more you resist, the more it persists. When you begin to start accepting, okay, well, today I feel like being a bitch. Today I feel like being really happy. And I'm going to accept that. Acceptance allows change. That acceptance mode includes everything, even my judgments. And a lot of us still don't believe that, it's, that we like to judge. Well, we do because first of all, we judge ourselves. And then we tend to judge other people or situations or whatever. But really what it comes down to is saying, okay, well, today I'm judgmental. And I'm accepting that's who I am today. Um, it allows me to be okay even before I reach my goals. And it, there's a freedom in really truly accepting that, person, that persona or that personality trait that I'm challenged with. And then it creates an open door for us to feel positive about who we are and what we do. Um, another quote from Mandy Evans who writes a blog called Traveling Free. She says, when you begin to accept yourself the way you are right now, you begin a new life with new possibilities that did not exist before because, yikes, we were so caught up in the struggle against reality that that's what, that's what all you could do. 
Acceptance exists at the very core of our being, guys. It's actually your default status. It's really who you are. In order to reach this base level of acceptance, it's just removing that top layer. And quite honestly, I know sometimes that's the most challenging to remove. It's scary. Because then we get to look at who we really are. Um, there are times when we want to do certain things because we believe it will please someone else or that we will be more accepting if we do that or we have been told we should do this or that it is the right thing to do. But if you take on these outside influences, your wanting, your wanting is not coming from inside of you. Outside circumstances and or people are influencing what you say or you think you want. That is losing your power. Your empowerment is essential to who you are. And if you give that away to someone else, if you give it to something else outside of you, you lose that. That's your essential, like your chi, your energy. It's, it's who you are. Even after five years, I think it's been probably even longer for me. I've I've done intense studying, of releasing, of workshops, of books, of conferences, of philosophical conversations. You know, guys, sometimes I still have the desire to please other people. Um, but the difference now is that I'm fully aware that I do, and I still love myself for it. So I'm going to give you one of the three techniques I use, as well as with my clients to keep centered and focused, and on loving for me, as well as the, my clients and friends who get to use this. Um, it begins to eliminate the shoulds and gets to our wants, which creates our empowerment. And then next week we'll go a little bit more in depth with the other two. So this one I call the five whys, and that's W-H-Y apostrophe S. So here's how it works. I'm going to give you a real life example and then go through the five whys with you. I left a 12-year relationship with nine and a half years of that married. I relocated from Florida to the Midwest, Arkansas, Missouri area to be closer to my family. And guys, at that time I totally felt uncertain of who I was, of who I am, of what I'm going to do. I was really unstable. Well, eight months after moving, um, and about halfway through massage therapy school, I get a call from a company I had worked for previously in Florida who contacted me. Well, they moved all their offices from Florida to Scottsdale, Arizona, and they said, would you, would you be interested in working for them? Or would I be interested in working for them? And I thought, wow, this is really great. But um, you know, I just moved here, and uh, I'm here with my family, and I know they would just freak out if I moved again, and I should do this, and I should do that, and I should finish school, and as soon as, I, as, soon as I finish school, I should do this, and I should do it. And I was just shitting all the time. And finally I said, okay, I, I've got to make a decision because I've got to give these people an answer. So I decided to find out if this move would be in my best interest. And really at this time I wasn't fully into um, being intuitive listening to my gut all the time. Um, I was really kind of a scared chicken at this point. But I said, okay, I've got to do something. So I sat down. I found a piece of paper and a pen, and I wrote down the word, why? So I asked myself, why would I even want to take this job? And the first answer is what I wrote down, and that was to have more money. Because this job was going to offer me at least $5,000 more a year, free health insurance, um, they were going to relocate me across country, help me with my apartment. They were just giving me loads and loads of money. I thought, okay, well, why is that important to me to have more money? And the first answer that came to my mind was to pay off the debt my ex-husband and I incurred. 
I looked at that and I thought, wow, that's really interesting. I never thought about that. Okay, so number three, why is that important to me? To pay off the debt my ex-husband and I incurred. And the answer was, I want to start a new life. And then I said, okay, I think you guys are probably starting to pick up where this might be going. I asked myself, why is that important to me? Why is starting a new life important to me? And the answer, I desire to become a woman who I truly want to be to fulfill my dreams. And then I asked myself another why, the fifth why. Why is that important to me? And the answer that came to that is so I no longer feel the need to rely on anyone else for my self-worth, for my success, and for my abundance. I finally got to the root of the answer. And that root was the self-worth and self-love that only I could create. And in my knowingness, in creating this, and this was before I ever really read any spiritual books, really knew any spiritual people, or even entered that realm, I began to understand that I get to motivate myself to do things that feel right, that motivate me, but most, important, most importantly for me was to consider my self-love first. So next week, um, I will get to share with you two more powerful techniques as well as um, hopefully a practice session with someone brave enough to do it, and then a short Q&A. But Mark, um, what, what's been present for you in this time that I've spoken? You know, one of the things, and this comes from um, my own experience and uh, working with others, is this aspect of um, accepting yourself in, in your entirety. I mean, it's simple to um, accept ourselves when everything's going well and we're in the flow and everything else. Um, and I don't want to jump ahead to a technique you're going to talk about next week. So if this touches on something that's a technique for next week, just let us know that and we'll all be back next week for it. But I, I think one of the questions is, you know, as, as a beginner, how right. do you, how do you how do you accept an aspect of yourself that is an aspect that you know doesn't serve you? It's by the time you realize it doesn't serve you, you've gotten there because you've been frustrated. It's been pointed out either by yourself or others, and it's this, you know, like a monkey on your back. And and so, how do you wrap that in acceptance? That's a great question, and it is part of a technique for next week, but it definitely won't spoil it. Um, it, it, the first part of this truly is in, in that awareness. And there isn't a special formula or a special dance or a mantra or oils that will just, you know, in your brain, you got to be, you are the one that says, okay, this just doesn't serve me anymore, but I don't know what I need to do. What do I do? I mean, I'm tired of beating this train over and over and over. Well, there's this... Um, amazing little thing that I've learned in the last couple of years, and it's called equilibration. And it's equalizing it. Um, you know, it's the law of physics. It, there's an equal amount of attraction as there is the pushing, the pulling. There, there, if something is attracting, it's also detracting. And then there's an equal amount, just like a magnet. And one a simple, simple technique is, <clears throat> okay, for me, I have a tendency to procrastinate. So 
and it's and it's challenged me in making decisions both in romantic relationships, in work, um, in in fulfilling my life purpose, on eating right, on exercising, all of that. And so I write procrastination at the top. And it's I'll tell you what, Mark, it's really easy for me to come up with all the negatives. And then I draw a line down after I finish the negatives because that really is the easy part. And then I go, you know what, I am so grateful that I procrastinate. And at first it feels uncomfortable. And so I say it again. I am really grateful that I procrastinate. Because, now here's one of the positives. When I procrastinate, sometimes I really get to enjoy the person that's in front of me. And you create a list with as many positives as you've listed negatives. And if it's, it's the law of attraction, the law of physics says that there is an equal amount of negatives as there are positives. We've just been trained over generation, generation, generation to believe that that's not true. And the law of physics says it is. And when you begin to experience that you create that, that list of, let's just say, one through five of negatives, and you come up with one through five of positives, you begin to balance out and discharge that emotion, that attachment that you have to it. Oh, I like that. That goes along with you know one of the things we've talked about um, you know on this call in the past, and that is that you know if there is something negative that you're experiencing, and now we can relate it to something um, that you perceive to be negative about yourself. Um, I'm always talking about shifting our perspective ever so slightly, and and for lack of a better expression finding that silver lining in anything. And um, that's great to, to be able to do that, you know, because most people would think procrastination, well, there's, you know, there's nothing good about that. It's really created problems for me and all this. You know, like you say, the negatives are so easy. And so um, I love that. And, and one of the things that's come out of the call tonight with the five whys and what you just spoke of is, these are really powerful techniques, and yet they're really simple. You know, it doesn't. You don't have to, you know, be uh, you know ultra high IQ or anything else to sit there and make a <laughs> list. To 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 continue to ask yourself why after the first one to really get to the core of what's going on to to make it that much more meaningful. And I I really love that because. You know, one of the things I've always said is, you know, we um, don't tell me I've got to go live in a cave in the Himalayas, you know, for three years or five years or ten years, you know, to get this right. <laughs> you know, hey. I'm I'm here. It's now. I I have a desire to learn, grow, um, evolve, work through whatever it is, and um, and I love that about um, about. The, the techniques that you've described tonight, and I'm sure that uh, we'll be experiencing that with uh, the next ones uh, this next week. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now I tell you, I have um, I, I I I went off on the introduction of you um, for good reason, but I have some quotes that I'd like to throw out there before we open up the line. Uh, this um, quote from Sonia Friedman. The way you treat yourself sets the standard for others. Mm-hmm. 
way you treat yourself sets the standard for others. And so, my friends, if you are feeling like you are not being treated with the love and respect that on one hand you know you deserve, mm -hmm. take a look at how you are with yourself. And I will tell you what you will find is that you are not giving yourself the love and respect you deserve. And if you don't do it, the energy is not going to be there for anyone else to do it. And so I really love that one. Um, here is from uh, Author Unknown, and this person is really out there because I find a lot of quotes from Author Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy guy. <laughs> uh, <little> <laughs> um, you must love yourself before you love another. By accepting yourself and fully being what you are, your simple presence can make others happy. And I I'm, was so appreciative of finding that quote um, before this call because, you know, Allison, that's you. I mean, that is, that is absolutely you. We have had an opportunity to talk about um, relationships and um, to kind of process back and forth what's, what's going on with us. And um, I, I really feel uh, and like you're at that place, that, um, that you're not looking – you know, for someone else to come in and um, and and you know give you that love you found it for yourself and and certainly you know um, how I feel about you your your presence just your presence if you don't even say anything your presence makes others happy and so um, I love sharing that uh, on the call tonight I have two two other quotes for right now. Uh, Lucille Ball said, love yourself first and everything else falls into line. You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. And it's just simple and it's Lucille Ball and, uh, you know, that bright, shining, happy redhead um, with a fabulous quote. And this other one um, from Veronica Schofstall, plant your own garden and decorate your own soul instead mm -hmm. of waiting for someone to bring you flowers. Love that. How beautiful is that? Because, you know, what we're talking about here, and, and Allison, you said it so well when you talked about choice and, and how we have the ability to decide, um, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's not waiting for anything outside of us. You know, it's available to each of us right now based on the choice we make. And um, there's, there's nothing more beautiful or empowering um, or, or more fulfilling than that. And if you are not currently aware that you're making choices, um, realize that you are constantly making choices and start mm -hmm. fine-tuning them to be the choices that you really want to make, the conscious choices that you want right. to make, the aware, choices from an awareness, um, and that, uh, that truly makes all the difference. So I'm going to go ahead and um, unmute the lines. If you have a question or a comment or would like to share um, you know, something that uh, relates to this call and can, can serve all of us, uh, we would love to hear from you. Let me go ahead and unmute. And there we go. 
this is your opportunity. Anyone want to start? I have yeah, a lump in oh. Was someone talking? Go ahead, one of you. Yep. Um, I have a total lump in my throat for what beautiful people you are and how lucky we all are that you guys are sharing your wisdom and your experience because I think, you know, it's true to all people to uh, to love ourselves and to learn how and to be free and okay with that. Uh, thanks, you guys, for for uh, sharing yourself out here. Thank you, Julie, and we appreciate yeah. uh, you being on the call tonight. Thanks. Anybody Hi, else? Hi, Allison, this is Eddie from San Diego. Uh, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to call it the dance that will solve my problems before next week. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> I just got to have a video cam of it. Are you going? Are you inviting us? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Let me come with it first. <laughs> I love it. You'll uh, you'll report back to us next week. For sure. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else this evening? Well, I, as always, um, at this point in the call, I get um, overcome with a very deep sense of gratitude and um, of uh, love for what my life is about and the opportunity to have an experience like this and to share energy whether um, you said anything on this call or not it's the energy of all of us on this call that makes it and I know I absolutely know that each of us on this call walks away with something very important tonight so for yourself, identify what that is. Take it to heart. Um, we are all in this together. Um, you know, even if it's just uh, a couple or few of us um, speaking, we are absolutely all in this together. And um, I couldn't and I wouldn't want to do this and to live my life and to have the beautiful experiences I have without you. And each of you um, have added so much to, to my experience. There's a number of new people on the call tonight, and um, it's, uh, it's really beautiful how we connect, how we help each other, and um, how all of it takes us steps closer to living our lives um, just always from a place of unconditional love. And that is absolutely what I have for each of you tonight and always. Thank you so much for being on the call. Allison, you are amazing. And, you know, it doesn't it, – <laughs> I just have to look at you and realize how blessed I am in my experience and the experiences I've had with you and, and how you continue to help me. And um, this call, uh, you know, just makes that even more clear. You inspire me, and uh, I know you've inspired people on the call. Um, please join us next – I was going to say Tuesday. <laughs> it's so good. We're doing two days next week. No, next Wednesday. <laughs> 
and um, you know the practical application. It's it's, and I'm glad, Allison, that you you gave us um, a couple of practical applications this week. And I think that that's so key because it's like, oh, it all sounds good, but you know, then we all hang up and it's like, uh, no, what the heck am I supposed to be doing again? <laughs> so um, it's going to be fun next week. And thank you so much for being here with us. Well, I'm very grateful for the experience myself, and I and I want to extend this to everyone. Um, for those of you who may try this, the five whys, or even the beginning of the um, equilibration process, if you get stuck, if it doesn't make sense, if you get pissed off, if it makes you joyful, let me know. Let Mark know. Um, either get on Facebook and let us know. I have a website, harmonyandhealing.com. Mark knows how to get in touch with me, and I would love to share your experiences with you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate, um, I mean, I've taken advantage of that offer from you so much, and uh, I appreciate you making that offer uh, to everyone tonight. It just uh, reaffirms the fact that, you know, we really are all in this together. So um, I do have one quote to end with tonight. This is from Maya Angelou. She said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. So my friends, make people feel good. Always make yourself feel good. We can have such a wonderful impact on, on ourselves, everyone we come into contact with, and it ripples across the universe. Thank you so much for participating in tonight's call. We'll see you next Wednesday. Invite your friends and unconditional love and blessings to everyone. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.